Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. As we check elsewhere around North Dakota, the northern feeder coolies and cricks coming into Devil's Lake continue producing small lion pike. Try to locate warm, shallow water that's about 50 to 55 degrees using jigs and minnows or leeches. But you might also want to try slip bobbers and lindy rigs and even plastics. The lake continues to be on the rise yet and has dirtied up in some areas because of all the incoming uh, runoff from the rains. Activity should pick up with stable weather and warmer water temperatures, hopefully in time for Memorial Day weekend. Weather, though, remains the limiting factor for anglers to get on the water between the wind and bouts of rain, although it does beat drought conditions that plagued many areas last year. A few more anglers are out on Jamestown and Pipestem Reservoirs, and they're finding some perch, crappie, and walleye. They're also trying to check out lakes throughout the areas. Lake Ashtabula is starting to drop after its major water influx, but was still above its normal spring elevation this week. All of the docks around the lake should get in place once the lake levels stabilize. Farther west, the Missouri River remains slow from the tail race downriver, while up on Lake Skakawea, water temperatures remain on the cool side throughout most of the big lake. Overall, it's still slow for walleye, even as far west as the Van Hook Arm. It might be a combination of the walleye spawn and cooler water temperatures, or just finicky fish. Lake Audubon has scattered walleye and smallmouth bass activity, at best, and there's only a few anglers out. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then. And not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, and we're with Matt Peel of the Shooting Park in Horace, North Dakota. Welcome, Matt. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. So congratulations uh, on your recent purchase. Uh, you are now the new owners of the Shooting Park. Many of our listeners are familiar with your facility um, I know I've been out there a few times, and I know a lot of our listeners have. Uh, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, let our listeners get to know you a little bit. What's your background? Are you local from around around the area? Have you been doing a lot of shooting stuff for a long time? You know, as far as the shooting stuff goes, not not a whole lot. You know, when I went to high school and stuff, we didn't have we didn't have the uh, the clay target league like they have now. I grew up in Western North Dakota. Um, 
in Hebron, uh, so 60 miles west of Bismarck. Um, you know, I shot Prairie Rose games when I was younger. That's about it, you know, and other than that at the local club. Uh, <clears throat> I guess really what brought me to this is I moved to Fargo about five, six years ago. Um, my wife and kids are here. So I was, I was working in the oil field for like 15 years is where I was at. And last January, I decided it was time to time to be home more instead of gone half the, half the year with that. And then I also own a outfitter company, Dirty Bird Outfitters. And I was gone with that as well. So, um, you know, I found out this was for purchase and I knew the previous owners and, um, I mean, I was out here most of the last summer learning how, how the ropes go and, and all of that. And, uh, we're, we're super excited to, uh, have it be ours and put our own little touch to it. And, and we've done some, a couple little things to spruce up some stuff on the inside. And, uh, and we're, like I said, we're real excited for everything. Well, congratulations, Matt, again, from me as well on, on the new ownership uh, give us a, and our listeners a little bit of insight as to how this uh, season is going to open up. Are you already open for business? Is there a set date when you're open, and uh, what will the season look like? Yeah, so so right now we we have the high schools, the local high school shooting. I think we have eight total high schools that shoot out here. Um, so we've been busy with that, trying to keep uh, the water out of the fields and all that, trying to keep them uh, kids shooting. Um, other than that, we do open this coming Sunday on the 24th. We'll open for the public. Uh, that will include the rifle range, pistol range, um, skeet, five stand trap. All of that will be open. Our restaurant won't be open till the first week of May. Um, you know, the, the rest of the season will kind of roll along. We start our, start our league, uh, the first week of May there, May 8th is the actual first day of, of league. And anybody can sign up between now and then. Um, but that's our first day of league. It's a 14 week league. Uh, you have trap five stand and skeet. And, uh, and we have teams from pretty much all over the place that, uh, come out and participate. Uh, like I said, it's 14 weeks. So I think, I think the very last week in May or the very first week in June, I'd have to actually look at the date is the last, last day you can sign up because you have to have three weeks shot by that time frame. Uh, so like I said, it's, we're, we're super excited to get that part going. You know, we have uh, Tuesdays are taco nights. Wednesdays are our, our legendary steak night. Um, and I think we're going to show in an appetizer night on Mondays with that and um, just try and do as much as we can. So, Matt, a couple of times now you've mentioned the, the high school trap teams. Do you ever look at these kids when they're out there and think, man, are you guys extremely fortunate to be able to do this, like like you said, you never really had that option. And I know me and Kyle never had that option when we were in high school, and it would have been amazing. You know, the opportunities for these kids right now is, is just so good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're starting at a young age in the right direction of the outdoors is, is the way I, I look at it. I mean, especially, uh, you know, being in the Fargo-Moorhead area where uh, – we're in a little bit of a bigger area, you know, it takes a little bit more to get out of town to do that kind of stuff. You know, they, they have a program where they, it's part of high school, you know? Um, and I think, it, I think it's just absolutely awesome. Uh, and the participation it's, you know, the state tournament is held here um, every year. And I think this year talking to them, the state tournament will have roughly 1400 to 1500 kids. 
um, shooting in a three-day period, which is just phenomenal. That's absolutely amazing. And to give those opportunities, um, I know we didn't have them, but it's so great to see that kids nowadays do and and that uh, folks like you in places like the shooting park are helping to facilitate those opportunities. Hey, Matt, before we run out of time, I wanted to ask you, you talked about a few things, trap skeet, five stands, some of these different things for for the novice or, or maybe the absolute beginner. What What's the premise on all of these? Uh, how do they work? Are they games? Are they formats? What's the What's the story there? Yeah, they're, they're all games. Uh, so, you know, your trap is, it's a five, there's five different positions on a trap field. You shoot five, five clay pigeons at each one. Um, and you rotate, you rotate through. Uh, skeet is a little different. Um, skeet, it's kind of hard to explain skeet offhand, but it's, uh, you have a high house and a low house. Um, you shoot a single, a single, and then a double on certain stands. And then it's all 25 targets though at the end. And then, five stand itself is there's five separate stands and there's seven machines out there and you're so your first shot off of one of the stands will be a single and then it'll be a report double and by report double that's as soon as you pull the trigger the very next clay is throwing so you have to be ready for the next clay it's more the five stand is more of a um sporting clay is more of a hunting kind of uh feel to it and you know all of them to a novice may seem like they're a little intimidating uh you know i i hunt religiously i you know i've been doing this for first time i ever shot skeet i was like oh what am i doing uh but there's more than enough people out here that will you know take somebody and say okay we'll 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 show you this we'll teach you this and that's part of you know we'd like to bring up you know very personal feel to it out here and that's part of what I think we can offer, or we do offer, I should say, is you know, if somebody come in, comes in and is intimidated by trap, well, let's go shoot around the trap. I'll, I'll help you. Um, so, so Matt, not, not only do you have the high school stuff, and we only got about 30 seconds left, but not yep. only do you have the high school stuff and you have leagues there, but you're also open just for the general public as well. We are. Yep, we're open for the general public. We have a rifle range, pistol range. Um, you know, you can come in and uh, walk in, shoot. We have a bar and grill here. Um, excellent food, you know. So, yeah, it's it's kind of for everybody. So where can our listeners find you if they want to get a hold of you? So we have uh, our website, www.theshootingpark.com. You can find us on social media, the uh, our Facebook and, and our uh our facebook and our instagram i had a brain part there um and then our phone number you know seven seven zero one two eight two three eight zero five and reach out anytime uh we're here most of the day so that's awesome this is matt peel of the shooting park in horace north dakota thanks for coming on gone outdoors Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time. I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.